Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Welcome to the Matthew Talks podcast, where we talk about inspiring stories, give practical advice, and a community of support for entrepreneurs. Hey everybody! Welcome to the Matthew Talks podcast. Uh, I'm so thankful that you're gonna you come back and you're jumping in and listening to a new episode this month. Uh, I've got a special treat for you. Uh, I was actually asked by one of my close friends. I consider him another brother uh, in my life. Um, his name's Cody Graves. Uh, he is doing some phenomenal things uh, in ministry. It's a great friend of mine. I've gone through with years. I'm talking about years of ministry, just doing life together. And he, uh, there's a lot of story there between our, our friendship and relationship uh, throughout life. However, uh, he invited me uh, this past August to go on a missions trip uh, to Guatemala with his team. And um, he invited me to be on his podcast, the Uncommon Podcast. I, I want to put a shout out there. Um, it'll be in the description on my social media handles where you can go and you can connect and see what he's up to and what we're doing. We're really doing some really incredible things down in Guatemala. And I just love Cody and his mission, his heart, his vision. Um, and what you're going to get to hear on this, uh, this episode this month with the Matthew Talks podcast is uh, our conversation recapping that missions trip and what uh, some of the experiences uh, I got to experience it with being my, my first missions trip, uh, being out of the country and just kind of some of the expectations, the thoughts, the things that you hear about missions trips uh, and how all those things go. So I want you to tune in. You're going to hear this interview that we had this conversation about diving into it. So uh, thanks for tuning in and it, and be sure to follow us on social media, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Facebook, and we'll catch you guys at the end. From Uncommon.online, this is the Uncommon Podcast, a podcast dedicated to resourcing the follower of Jesus to make an uncommon impact in their sphere of influence. Here's your host, Cody Graves. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Uncommon Podcast. This is Cody Graves. Welcome to episode number 21 of the Uncommon Podcast. We're calling this episode an uncommon mandate. I'm so excited that you took some time, whether you're listening um, on your phone or at your computer, maybe you're even watching us on YouTube. That's right. You can see us now on YouTube. All of our episodes are up there for you to watch and you can actually see us here from the studio. I have the pleasure today to have a really, really good friend with me on this podcast, not just a ministry friend, 
but a personal friend as well. So I'm very honored to have him take some time with us today as we talk about a really exciting um, ministry trip that we just got back from. Uh, we, as a ministry, Mandate Global has a brand new outreach called One Mandate. And this summer, we took an amazing ministry team to the nation of Guatemala, and we got to see so many amazing things happening. If you've been listening uh, since season one of this podcast, I have emphasized that God is doing uncommon things in the earth through uncommon people. So it was awesome this summer to see so many of our ministry friends, to see so many of our listeners actually go on this trip and see the uncommon things that not only God is doing in the United States, but in the nations abroad as well. So many of you guys are connected to our ministry, not just from what we're doing through Uncommon, but through what we're doing through uh, One Mandate and for the different ministry opportunities that we had. So I thought it would only be fair to give you an update from this amazing trip that we had this summer. My guest today is Matthew Heaton. He, like I said, he's a great friend of mine. Him and his wife, Danae, reside in the great city of Waco, Texas, they're an amazing strength, not just to the body of Christ, but to my life as well. And I just wanted Matt to come on today and we would be able to share with you guys the exciting news about what God is doing in the earth, not just um, not just through the church at large, but also what he's doing here with us at Mandate Global and our newest outreach, One Mandate. Matthew Heaton, welcome to the Uncommon Podcast. So honored that you take some time and be with us today. Cody, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and First of all, I want to say thank you to the Uncommon uh, crowd. Man, the support from this group that we've had for this trip to Guatemala, I can't tell you enough how much the prayer and the support uh, just that we felt as a team going to the nations and experiencing the move of God. So first and foremost, I want to say thank you to your your listeners, your supporters, uh, the family, the friends that have come up behind you and underneath you to help you pioneer this trip, which I know has taken years to come into fruition. Yeah. Hey, you know that you know that I've talked about different things that we've done with the ministry on this podcast, but what you're going to be able to bring and that I want people to hear is a perspective from you. You have a very, very interesting perspective. You've been involved in ministry and been in ministry in a long time. You're kind of like me. You flow in business and ministry and back and forth. So you have a very, very similar perspective, but what was cool about your experience is being in ministry all this time, this was actually your first international ministry trip. You've never done ministry outside right. of the borders of the United States. So you have a, such a special perspective um, that I want people to hear. And so, man, we're, we're just going to sit down like two friends and have a great conversation and really celebrate and and and. and really do a, a victory lap for all that Jesus did while we're in Guatemala. So, so Matt, man, I just want to turn it over to you and, and encourage the listeners, man. What, what was some of your experiences like and, and what did you take away from the trip? Yeah. So, you know, for me, uh, thinking about missions trip, this has been something I've, I've wrestled with uh, a long time. Man, I've been in full-time ministry. I've experienced uh, that lifestyle, just the move of God in different ways. And the first thing that always popped in my head when I heard ministry trips or missions trips to be more specific was like, okay, I have to leave everything that I'm doing and I have to go somewhere. It's going to be this, oh, we're going to be sleeping on the ground or it's going to be this uncomfortable experience. And how can you have a move of God if you're uncomfortable, which there's some, we could preach on that too. Um, Amen. But there's different capacities that I think the Lord 
awakens in us in certain seasons of life. And for me, you know, our friendship goes back, you know, 10 plus years. Uh, we were in ministry together. We worked together. We've seen both sides of the coin, whether it's business, entrepreneurship, ministry, uh, you know, kids camp. So you, you, go, you can go up and down the yeah. board. And all those experiences really open your eyes and your heart to see the goodness of God in new ways. And what that does is I think it begins as, you know, I always, I've always heard this saying about an onion, you know, there are different layers to the onion. You got to peel them back one at a time. Well, I believe that's the way the Lord works in us when it comes to ministry and the involvement in how he wants us to be a part. Now, I'll unpack that a little bit by saying, for me personally, I've never really had a big heart to say, oh, I'm a missionary. I want to, I want to go. I've always said, yeah, I'm a missionary for where I am right now. <laughs> right. You know, and that, that's just where I was, uh, personally, mentally, spiritually, and the Lord began to do a work in me over the last three to five years. And it's all started with, you know, yourself inviting me say, Hey, I'm going on a mission trip to Peru. I'm going on a mission trip to go here. And I would, every time that that would come up, I always do my best to say, Lord, what is it that you would have for me in this season? Is this the time that you would like for me to go on a mission trip? Now, deep down, I've always wanted to have that experience to know, okay, what is this like and how would God use me in this type of format as in going to the nations? And would it be something that I would be interested in continuing doing or to be a part of my ministry of what the Lord's doing in me and my wife, Danae? You know, it's just taking all those components, because at the end of the day, I think as disciples, we want to honor God with what we do. We want to be obedient to the calling and the purpose on our life in which and where he has placed us and positioned us for the kingdom to accomplish his work. I think that is the most important part of each person's uh, walk with Christ is just knowing what is it that he has for me? What is it that he is stirring in me, the gifts, uh, just kind of guiding me along the way and for this instance, you know, uh, go back to February of 2023, okay? I get I get a friendly invitation from Cody Graves, and he said, hey, man, pray about this. If this is something that the Lord wants you to do, then, you know, just take some time. And, Cody, I'll be honest with you, man. I was, I, during that time, I was in a pretty, uh, I guess you could say, rocky part of life with career, because my job was kind of rocky. I was going up and down like, Lord, what are you doing? What's going on? And then fast forward, the end of February, beginning of March, I said, you know what? I'm going to commit. I'm just going to go take a step by faith. I remember you had you had shared a, a phrase with me, say, Matthew, if it's God's will, then he'll he'll provide. And a lot of the times, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, you said that things happen before the missions trip, before we even get there, miracles occur. And I'm here to be an att a testament to, to people that says, you know, when you put your faith on something and you believe that the if this is what the Lord has for you, that's where it comes from. Say, Lord, okay, if this is what you have for me, that I want every bit of it and more because I want to press in and I want to trust you. It all comes back to that two-way street of, okay, trust isn't a one-way thing. It's a two-way thing. Amen. And with the Lord, he's wanting us to trust him so that there can be an exchange, right? So in this midst of February, March, I made that exchange. I said, okay, Lord, I'm putting my faith and my trust in what you're going to do with this mission trip. I have no idea how this is going to go. <laughs> I had my own thoughts like, man, I'm going out of the country. 
I've never been, and I'll, 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 I'll share this just to be funny. The only time I've been out of the, the United States was on my honeymoon with my wife on a cruise trip. <laughs> yeah, so big there difference. was no customs. There was no, hey, we're flying, we're doing this. There was none of that. So let's just say that was the, the luxury version of going out of the country. But then thinking, okay, what is this experience going to be like? You know, you're racing. You have all these thoughts, missions, trip. Okay, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to eat this or that. I'm gonna have to. I'm not gonna be able to take a shower for four days. You know, all the things that we've kind of accumulated over the years of what missions is supposed to be. Now, there's a place and time for that. Don't get me wrong. I'm just sharing my personal experience and perspective of just how I've grown up looking at missions trips, and it's a little bit, you know. I could say naive of me because I'm growing, I'm learning, and the Lord's shifting my heart to understand the power of mission trips and the ministry that it uh, impacts the communities and the nations that are there, right? So go back to March, I get laid off from my job, Cody. So that means financially, I'm like, oh, Lord, now you really have to, you really have to step it up because I don't know how this is going to (laughs) happen. So I, I go on a limb. I said, no, I'm going to stay dedicated and committed to my commitment of what I told the Lord I was going to do. And it was, I'm going on this missions trip. And that, Cody, is where that faith sparked. And it really got me excited about what God was going to do, not just through me, but in me. It's We get so distracted on, oh, I'm going to go do great things for the Lord. And he's going to move through me. And his anointing is going to pour out. And these people are going to be transformed. Man, how much of a work, like just a, a turn of events, because that becomes the works about me versus the Lord doing the work in the land where we're going. And so, you know, go from March to June, I think I believe it was the end of June. I'm kind of giving an overview here. Um, I started fundraising. I started reaching out to families and friends and posting things on Facebook Instagram, texting people, hey, if you would part, pray to partner with me on this journey. And I would share a little bit why this was important to me. This is my first trip. I've been believing for this for years to say, hey, Lord, open the door, open the door. And did he open the door by the, I think we were a month before the last day to raise our our funds. I was fully funded, Cody. And it yeah. was a miracle because the Sunday night that right prior to a month was whenever I remember getting $600 over the next two days because I had posted on Facebook stories and said, Hey, if you've considered it, now's the time. It was putting out the call and the urgency of like, okay, we're believing we're moving forward. We're going to pioneer the uh, culture of what we're trying to establish and being a part of, of mandate global and one mandate. This is phenomenal because I want to, one, highlight a couple of key factors that I would say you don't necessarily regularly experience on a missions trip, but the only way I can describe this was is that it's from the favor of God and the grace of God over the preparation and the, the time spent in developing what one mandate was there to do. I think there's a big factor when you don't have vision and you don't know the direction you're going in, then you you begin to have turbulence because nothing is established and nothing is clear, like clarity. And 
with this, you know, from the start, from whenever we all arrived in Houston at the hotel, it was fate. I mean, even you share testimonies of things that happened before we even got there, even yeah. with, with the night, the, the team meeting that night when we had dinner, the the head chef was, you know, oh, I'm from Guatemala. And it was like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah, he was so these, blessed by us being there. Yeah. And so it that right there by itself, I believe that the Lord positions you in a time and in a place where the anointing and the favor of God aligns us to meet his calling and his purposes in the earth, right? So then Amen. fast forward, we we have a phenomenal team meeting, uh, uh, mandate university. What I, what I, what such a high caliber training that has been developed that will still grow over time. But for the first trip for 12 people to be on this team, I felt like that this team had been going for years hmm. from the structure, the things in place, the, the scheduling, the organization, the uh, the identification process. I mean, from start to finish, when we were getting passports, and there's miracles with that too. Um, miracles. It, I mean, it literally from the from conception to fruition, there has been the hand of the Lord moving in every avenue of this trip. And so, going uh, into the airport, getting our bags checked in. This is one of my favorite things because me and you both were like, "What just happened?" Because this is this like never happens. I don't fly as much. I'm sure you fly more than me, and you can you can attest to it. But we go. We have 12 people just to give people perspective here. 12 Bush people. Bush Airport, Houston, Texas. Uh -huh. a Saturday morning. It's packed. Yep. People I mean, everywhere. It's kids climbing it's over banisters. Families, people. I mean, oh Bush my Airport on a Saturday morning. Like it's the time that you don't want to be at the airport. <laughs> so we're there. We come up. And we're like, okay, man, we're gonna have to check in our bags, get our checked, all, all of our tag, you know, just our boarding passes. And I, all I know is, because is, hey, this I, I talked to one of the guys. They're gonna get somebody set aside. They told us to come over here, and then we're gonna get it all situated. So we walk over, and they make our own little line outside the priority line, like it's like a step up from priority. It's like you know, the favored line of the Lord in a way. But yeah. this guy literally takes all the passports, puts them in order, and then within 20 minutes or so, maybe between 20 and 30 minutes, has all of our boarding passes lined out, has all the checked bags that are being checked in, all of it, ready to go, boom, work taken off. Before we leave, Cody, my, the most vivid thing that I loved about that whole that whole encounter that the Lord did for that man was is at the end we gave him a round of applause because that was the fastest we've ever seen anything like that happen but yeah even within that that just shows you know we want to love people right yeah absolutely because when people step up and do that to make it the lord takes care of his people and he provides absolutely. a way he expedites things especially when you're on mission which goes back mm -hmm. to we had the vision of what we were going to accomplish so you go through all that we get on the plane and it, you know, what's really encouraging Cody is the fact that the 12 people that we had in this group, it spoke to the maturity of how, uh, our faith is, uh, put on Lord, bring the right people, bring the right people for the right time, the right place. The, uh, I guess the unity in this team 
Um, that's something the Lord has been stirring in my heart over the last few days. It's just the unity. It's not something that we have to strive for because it's already been made through Christ, that we are a body that is unified together with one vision, one heart, one focus, and it's Jesus. And we all came together and said, okay, this is about Jesus, not about our drama in our life, not about my job, not about these things that are transpiring. We put out the noise of the the the, na- the natural or in this you know day to day and age of culture or vice versa. And we say, no, we're laying down our daily life. We're putting it behind us. Now we're obviously we're keeping tabs. You get me? But yeah. we have come together with the focus. And it's okay, let's go make an impact. Let's go transform cities uh and ignite nations. And yeah. that was that's just kind of the beginning part of that. Um I love to just dive into going into some of the stuff that we got to experience during the trip too. So yes. we arrive in Guatemala. It's surreal for me because I'm like, man, we're flying over the, the Gulf of Mexico. And then you're like, okay, this is all water. That's that is that was surreal for me. I mean, I've never thought I would be in the in this place of seeing that. And then you're you're coming up on the coast and then you see the landscape start to change and then you see yeah. the rolling hills and then it's like, wow, you're just kind of over overwhelmed with the glory of the Lord saying, man, look at, look at creation. And yeah. then it's like, you. I remember you pointed over that, oh, that's the river that here, that goes through here. I'm like, what? So that was super neat. But then we land and it's, it, it's almost as if, you know, you're going from our culture to somebody else's home that's like long distance away, right? You in my head started like my thoughts started going like, okay, me, like how does this how's this gonna play out? How how do you interact with these people? Because it's all new. And they're gonna look at you and say, Oh, there's the gringo. And it's like, yep. okay, you're the one that's like the foreigner in a way. Yeah. But they know they know you but you follow what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. So that was a different perspective for me being the one that's like, okay, everybody's looking at me because of who I am and how I look. They know yeah. that I'm not native. They know that I'm from somewhere else. They know I'm from America. Um, yeah. And so it changes people's perspective of you. And to think like, okay, no, I'm actually here just on mission for Jesus. That's like the, the it was like you felt like an undercover type operative in a way. Like, no, I'm yeah. here to I'm here to build the kingdom. And right. They, they, they don't even know what's about to happen. Yeah, so many tourists and different things like that come to that nation. But man, what a, what I can tell you about the nation of Guatemala, and particularly while why I believe the Lord has us there in this season. Obviously, we're connected to amazing uh, missionaries that are there that um, we're supporting on the ground, um, and kind of combining our vision with with what we see happening. We're called One Mandate because we have one mandate as a ministry for this outreach: it's to see nations ignited and cities transformed. That's our mandate. And I can tell you that in the nation of Guatemala right now, and maybe even some stories that Matthew will share, the nation is open for salvation. The nation is open for miracles, signs, and wonders. I had to explain to my team, you know, a lot of people in um, Latin America, but specifically in Guatemala and the people that we serve, the Mayan culture is still very big. And what they call Catholicism over there is a mixture of Catholic rituals and witchcraft. And so there, there has to become a lot, there has to come a lot of clarity to, to their culture and, and, and what God is, is calling them to 
So God places us there, man. We land in the nation of Guatemala. We get on a bus. We take a bus ride. We get to where we're serving, Matt, and and just just walk us through some of the experiences that you've you've had to have uh, that you got to have um, during this week uh, of serving in the nation of Guatemala. Absolutely. One of my absolute favorite, are there, I have three different experiences that that really just were an encounter for me that really shifted the way I, I just viewed life and how the Lord works. Um, at one of them, the first one that pop, that came up was Project Day. Uh, this is whenever we got to go into one of the homes of the local natives there. Uh, that they The partner ministry there in Guatemala had already done two different projects before, so they're uh, helping this family build out their house, which is about the size of a master bedroom originally, and then mm-hmm. no bathroom, no shower, no running water. Like I'm, I want people just to pause for a second. This isn't just to show you, hey, be thankful for what you got. No, I'm just I'm. I want you to understand the environment that we're in and how uh, people, you know, have to live in these circumstances. It's different for every nation, but these folks didn't have a running shower, like running water. So there's no water in the in the building. There's no shower. There's no toilet inside the main building. Okay. It's all exterior from there, that point. And it's just there. Well, we got to come in and put the, the plumbing was already ran for the shower and the toilet. Uh, and then we came in and we got to install the shower, the pipes for the shower and the shower head, hook up the electrical for it, the toilet. We got to put in a privacy wall for the bathroom area, painted the, the rest of the building that was made. Um, and there, I think there was one other thing I might be missing, but outside of that whole experience, you know, uh, one of the main leaders there, after I got done, I, I had the honor of doing the plumbing because of my experience with, uh, doing remodeling and construction and whatnot. And after I finished, I stepped back and I was just kind of like in awe. I just kind of took a moment to like, wow. Okay. When was the last time that I ever thought about having a toilet or, having a shower with running water that was even warm. And I'm like, I don't think I've ever taken a moment to say, wow, I'm thankful for the little things like that, that we get to experience here in the United States. Uh, And it's not necessarily a guilt thing or like, oh, you should feel bad. And you know, no, 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 no. It's perspective. It's perspective. And it's perspective for me and my relationship with the Lord. And through that that relationship, the Lord begins to move in my heart the things that he wants me to be experiencing more so down the line. So from that one experience, you know, we're doing that. The leader's talking to me. She shares the story about the mother when they first started this whole thing, that she was reluctant. And she's like, I don't, what are you going to do to my house? What, like, this is where we live. And correct me if I'm wrong, Cody, but I believe there's four to five people living in that one little room. Um there in that family, yeah. uh, in a master size room, it, like that's, that's a small space for five people. Um, and that also includes their kitchen and some other things within that little space. So she's telling me like, she's reluctant, like, man, I don't know what you're going to do to this. And it's like, uh, and then they, they got the, the expansion done. They had the roof on the walls up. She came in, she said she started weeping Cody because she said, this is for me. And she said, it's so big. And I just, it was almost as if I hit a a wall of bricks, Cody, because it hit me so hard that the things that we take for granted in our own life, there's other people who are experiencing the blessing of the Lord and experiencing the same favor in ways that we, we have it as a daily thing that's just given to us. 
that we have the blessing of just being able to walk and take a shower or brush our teeth with purified water that we don't have to think about these different things because it affects us, our health as well. Um, and then in the midst, right after that moment of me having that brick wall moment, one of the staff members on the partnering team said, came to the leader and said, hey, I want to say yes to Jesus on the spot. And it was yeah. like as if the Lord was like, okay, we're moving. We're on, we're on cue. And I just, I was, I was holding myself back from just really weeping because it was just the Lord and you can see his goodness. You could feel the presence of God moving in that, that room yeah. and circling around and praying. Which, which that is, that is so interesting. And people that are partners of the ministry last, when I went in 2022, we did a very similar project, and at the end of the project, we're getting ready to wrap thing up, wrap everything up, and the same exact thing happened. There was no gospel presentation yeah. other than the works mm. that we were doing at the house. Come on. The gospel has to be shown before it's ever preached, and that that's the opportunity that we get, that while we're building a house, God is focusing on building a home right here in people's hearts. And I've seen that, and that's just proof that the gospel is is so ready to be received yes. in Guatemala. People said yes to Jesus. They're baptized in the Holy Spirit. Um, uh, people really getting set free from demonic strongholds. We are seeing this time and time again on our trip. And you know what's so cool, Matt, is that on this trip and on future trips, I kind of get to do the training, and we do impartation, and we do activation, and then the team members actually get to do the work. And so th this isn't a me show, it's right. a we show. I get to say, hey, look, you know, there was multiple times on the trip, Matt, where you can attest that I pointed at different people and said, hey, you have a word for this yep. person or pray for this and pray for that. And the spirit of God would just begin to move. And it's so important that our audience hears this because this is not just a podcast. Right. We're taking this message of being uncommon to the streets. The oldest person on our team, I believe, was 34 or 35. 19 to 35 was kind of kind of um, the age range. So young people are going to the nations and people are being impacted. Lives are being changed. Matt, I just you, I, I want to hear something else, man. Just any other particular stories from the trip that would be able to build faith for people for international ministry? Absolutely. So one of my absolute favorite parts of this was uh, the dinner host night that we had where there was a host family that took uh, a you know handful of us in. I think there was four different teams that broke up into four different host groups. And we had the the beautiful pleasure of joining one of the 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 staff members there uh, and their family's phenomenal. Big family. I mean bigger than mine. Big family. Yes. And so, and I mean big like 10 or plus more people in, in the family. But this whole experience really shook me, Cody, because it it altered my perspective on the different types of culture and how we live in the United States versus how open people are to the gospel, but also community. So there's there's power in that. And I'll explain what I'm getting at in this too. So, you know, we go there, we're here in this dinner and we walk in and they kind of gave us some of the tips of a, like, hey, if they offer you more, you know, you you eat, if you eat, you're gonna you're gonna keep eating. <laughs> right. So pace yourself and that they don't eat fast that they, they, they take, they like eat some, they talk and they fellowship, eat some, they talk, they fellowship. And that was a challenge for me. Do you know how long it takes me to eat my lunch, Cody? Maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. And that's, that's not, that's not good. Uh, at, now saying this afterwards, and that's what I'll explain why, because 
I'd eaten my, my meal in 10 minutes in front of that family, then it would have been like, okay, cool, I'm done. And then it's like, they they still have a full plate. And then it's like, oh, they feel rushed or, oh, uh, I, uh, uh, and it creates this, or it shows how I'm so fast paced. I'm just so ready to get to the next thing. Um, and that's what was eye opening. And that's what really hit me to the core was, man, I am moving at such a fast pace that I, I, it, it, the Lord just slapped me in the face. Like now you understand why you miss so much whether it's from him and what he wants to do in me, it's that I had this perception and uh, thought of like, oh, I could just get through this and I can self-help myself. I can make myself, if I read this book or that book, or if I apply this or that, uh, then I can do this. But sitting there and just slowing down, eating my food and conversating with the family, it opened up a, a, a massive revelation of, wow, it's so different. And then it, I remember hearing them share that, you know, in Guatemala, if so, if it's 8 or 9 p.m. at night and you hear a knock on the door, like knock, 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 you, you know, they run to the door. Hey, come on in. You want some coffee? Come, come spend time. A, you know, a.k.a. fellowship and community welcome people in. And the, the United States, oh, you already know this is going. You knock on the door at 9 o'clock. Excuse me, sir. Can I help you? What are you doing here? Yeah. Like, calling the cops. Are, are you a burglar? <laughs> like, what are you doing in my house at nine o'clock? And we're so aggressive slash defensive or concerned for our safety, vice versa. So just to paint those two parallels, it really challenged me uh, to open my eye. Now, obviously, I'm going to use wisdom with people showing up at my house at nine o'clock because we do live in a different country and there's different things to be aware of. I'm not, you get where I'm going with this. But it's the simplicity of like, man, what what can I do to open my home to be more focused on fellowship and communion with the people of the Lord? But even at, taking it a step further, even people outside of the kingdom that don't know Jesus, allowing my house to be a hub for the gospel, opening my doors, loving my neighbor as I love myself. And it, when I love myself, that means I know who I am in Christ and I know my identity and when I know my identity, then I can help show other people, no, this is who you are in Christ. And that really spoke to me, that one visit, yeah. that dinner, and just get, getting to experience the culture of their their food and their things like that was also pretty incredible as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there. this is so cool just to hear from your perspective, but just so the audience hears, um, we went for seven days. We went for a full week. And just some of the things that, um, you guys that are connected with us on social media and we're praying for us, I want to let you know we got to do multiple things. Um, we got to do a citywide sports conference that was a huge success. We sewed into the life of athletes and coaches and even um, soccer players from the national from the from the Guatemalan team that were there. We got to sew into their lives and be a blessing to them. We've got to do multiple vacation Bible school pop-ups for children all around the city where the children came. And I had to tell my yep. team, either you wear them out or they're going to wear <laughs> you out because these kids have energy. The gospel was preached yes. to hundreds of kids. We also went and, um, went and networked with malnourished mothers that are a part of the ministry that we work with. And we served over a hundred pieces of fried chicken and ministered the gospel to them and with them. 
It was an amazing encounter. Um, we also were able to do uh, Mandate University there. If, you, if you're a part of Mandate University, you get to be a part of our school of uh, our global activation school, GAS, where you are um, activated for global ministry right there in Guatemala. So yeah. it was an absolute amazing time. Um, tons of evangelism happened. Tons of marketplace ministry with us being there. And this is just the beginning for one mandate. Matt, we will Absolutely. see nations ignited. Yes. We will yes. see cities transform. We're not just focused on the, the nation of Guatemala, even right. though we have a huge heart for that. We want to establish a, a great working relationship with and in that nation. But God is doing something special in Amen. the nations of the world. Well, Cody, what about the United States? We live here. That's a given. But God has called us to go into all the world right. and to preach the gospel. And we have to be understanding of the windows of time the 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 um the opportunity of a lifetime has to be seized within the lifetime of that opportunity there is an amazing outpouring of the spirit of god of god in guatemala right now and i'm so thankful that we get to be a part of it please i want to invite you to our uncommon global audience to be a part of what the lord is doing with one mandate you can check out the website onemandate.org we are going to take people on trips in the future. Um, even right now, we're already starting to plan for 2024. We want you to be a part of it. These are life-changing trips. I believe in transformational ministry. What that means is, I'm so glad you asked, that as you begin to be a part of the ministry and you're pouring out to others, God pours back into you. There's so many people that went on this trip that as they were working in the ministry and as they were pouring out, and as they were serving, they were getting filled back up. Dreams were coming back into yes. their lives, fresh, fresh anointing and, and, and fresh uh, dreams and ideas for their life and for their business was coming back to them. You will come back from this trip with a changed perspective. You'll come back for this trip, not only knowing that you made an impact, but an impact was made on you. And we are going to see cities shaken. We're going to see cities changed. We can see entire nations ignited with the power of God. And we're so looking forward to what God's doing in this season. One Mandate is an outreach of Mandate Global. So it has the DNA of everything that we're doing here. And if this is something that you've always wanted to get involved with, with global ministry, I want you to, I, I, I don't think Matt necessarily clarified it. We don't eat bugs. And we don't sleep on, on the floor, um, but it is an amazing opportunity to go into the nations. It, it, it is like nothing that is out there right now in ministry, because we believe that a new era of global ministry is here, of world missions is here. And so we're excited about that. We're not the only ones that are doing it, but if you are connected, come and help us. Whether you go or give, come and help us with this great mandate, this uncommon mandate, one mandate. And so, Matt, you're here with us on this. You got to be a part of it. They got to hear your perspective. I know that your life is different um, after you've come back from this trip. Is that, is that a valid statement? Absolutely. 110%. Yeah. yeah. And the people that Matt and our entire team got to encounter, they're different uh, because of the seeds that were sown. And we believe even right now that the seeds that we've sown, a harvest is coming from a Matt. And these last couple of of minutes of this episode, as this message goes around the world, I just know that people are excited about global ministry. People that have never had a heart for global ministry, that's just beginning to open up. People that have had a desire to mission trip, um, but they have never been able to do it. They're, they're, they're getting a taste of what you got to experience. Matt, just, just in these last couple of minutes of this podcast, take some time and pray for the global audience that's listening around the world and pray for one mandate if you don't mind. Absolutely. I'd love to, Cody. 
Father, we just thank you for this time together. We thank you for just the ability to come and rejoice and to recap and to revisit uh, the, the signs and the miracles that you performed on this trip in Guatemala. And I just specifically uh, pray for the listeners right now that may have had a heart or an interest in missions uh, and then didn't fully understand or grasp what that meant. And I ask, Lord, that you would just begin to, to churn the hearts of those who are curious that let the curiosity of faith uh, take a leap out of the boat, so to speak, to to experience uh, the move of God in a way that would just open up their eyes and their hearts to really establish a deeper connection and relationship with you. I think that, Lord, personally, for myself, that's what it was. It was going deeper in my relationship with the Lord, knowing that as you begin to discover the depths of my heart in this this uh, idea of missions trips and going and serving, that you know, I approached it and the team approached it with, we have come to serve. We have come to serve. And Lord, I just thank you that there are people right now that have a stirring in their heart and in their spirit to serve the nations, to serve people. And I thank you, Lord, that you would provide avenues, that you would provide miracles that you provide finances and that you would provide a way and open doors for them to experience a an experience like a missions trip whether it's local in the united states or whether it's outside of the country lord let their hearts be ignited to bring transformational power through your word to the world on a broader scale and i just thank you for uh, mandate global and all the outreaches uncommon podcasts one mandate we thank you as the umbrella uh, of this ministry develops lord that your spirit would lead the leadership team and begin to structure the internal processes of what this ministry needs to have the capacity to take teams to every nation to begin to ignite the spirit of god in these communities in these families in their homes. We thank you for divine favor. We thank you for divine connections that the right people with their listening or that, that they know of people to point to this podcast or to point to this ministry for Cody and the pe- the team, that you would begin to orchestrate and bring those those leaders and people together for the kingdom of God. I thank you that we're, we don't have culture shock that we would have kingdom shock to realize the effect that the kingdom is having in every nation and that we get to be a part of that. So I just bless the team at One Mandate, at Mandate Global, and all the partnering churches and the support around this ministry that you would begin to continue to move and to pour out your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wow, that's powerful. Thank you so, so much. Uncommon and our global audience, it has been an absolute pleasure and a way to introduce this new outreach to you. And not just hearing it from my perspective, but to hear it from a great friend of myself and a great friend of the ministry. God is doing something special. We want you to be a part of one mandate. If you want more information, whether you want to go on a trip with us or give to see the gospel go forth, I want to invite you to check out onemandate.org. O-N-E-M-A-N-D-A-T-E dot org. All the information is there. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for allowing us to just introduce this ministry to you. I know your hearts are stirred. I know the compassion of the Lord Jesus is moving upon you. 
Great things are to come with one mandate. Great things are to come with uncommon. And we're so looking forward to all that God's doing. Thanks for listening. We call you blessed and we will see you on the next episode of the Uncommon Podcast. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. This is Josh Contreras, technical producer for the Uncommon Podcast. Thank you for helping us send Uncommon around the world by sharing this podcast with a friend and for subscribing and leaving a positive review on your favorite streaming platform. For other resources or other episodes from Uncommon, visit us at uncommon.online. Thanks again for listening and see you on the next episode. Hey, everybody. Thank you guys for joining us for the Matthew Talks podcast. Uh, I want to encourage you to make sure that you don't forget to subscribe to our Facebook, our Instagram, or YouTube channel at Official Matthew Talks. And you can also find our website at MatthewTalks.com. And then don't forget to subscribe on any platform where you listen to your podcast so you can stay up to date. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.